You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 101 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and I am here with a guest today that normally I cannot convince to come on the podcast. But since we saw each other at Podcast Movement this past week, I basically told him he had to or he was fired. Just kidding, Don. So Don, thank you for agreeing to be on the show to talk all about conferencing. That is under the assumption that I was asked, actually. Yeah, I basically said, hey, Don, you're going to come on the show. Well, I thought it was cool because we we go to conferences a lot together. We definitely try to like help each other out. Uh, It's nice to go to a conference with a buddy, right? Well, let's let's talk about the fact that you made fun of the fact that I had no control over a lighting situation at this last conference and you asked me to take pictures. And then I did take pictures and they were so dark because it was so dark in there. And then you go, I can't use these. So there's lots of different ways I feel like, you know, you can attend a conference uh, if you know a person there. Um, And even if you don't know a person there, sometimes it's cool to adopt a conference buddy. And there's lots of different reasons to have a conference buddy. So I thought it might be kind of cool to talk about the different ways that you can help each other out. And the first way is what Don just said, ask your friend to take pictures or capture social media images for you of you either dealing with sponsors or meeting people you may be interested in staying in touch with. Or in my case, I was giving a talk. So I asked Don if he would take some video and uh, some images. And unfortunately, the lighting in the room was not ideal. So it was basically just pictures of a very lit up screen and then a shadow of my body (laughs) on the stage. So yeah, they're not usable at all. But you tried. You're you're welcome. (laughs) The the intent was good. You've done that for me at other conferences, though. You've definitely taken pictures and gotten some video and, and stuff. So that is very helpful. Yes. And, you know, it's fun. I mean, like for me, when I go to a conference and usually if it's a, they serve a breakfast, um, what I'll do is I'll go to a table by myself and have people have people approach the table and that's a, a good way to break the ice. Or if you see somebody sitting by themselves, I'll usually go and sit by them and start a conversation where they can do a majority of the talking and I can just listen. Do you find though most conferences aren't serving meals anymore? 
No, the one we went to, they didn't have, well, the hotel offered in the package that I got, they offered a buffet breakfast, which is my favorite, by the way. But a lot of them don't don't do lunch or breakfast anymore or a snack. Yeah, I feel like they're maybe offering coffee now. Uh, so that is something that you have to think about in your budget is what the conference is actually offering. Uh, and so you have to make sure that you include meals and any transport because it's good to look around the area to see where you're staying to make sure there's actually even decent restaurants or there was like a Whole Foods that wasn't far from our hotel, I think. Um, so sometimes you can grab some stuff there, but that's part of that budget because it used to be that conferences always gave you food, but now it's, I think it's more and more rare. Well, I mean, most of the time the food isn't that great anyway they did give, but at least they gave something. Well, it wasn't, to me, it's not about the quality of the food though. For me, the meals are some of the best ways. Like I, I thought your point was really good. The meals are some of the best ways to meet people. It's really hard to network or talk to people when there isn't that environment of being able to sit down and, and have something else to do while you're, you know, sort of meeting new people. Um, doing it in the expo or when you're trying to talk to sponsors, that's really challenging. Even at the parties, it can be really challenging because there's so many people. The music is often really, really loud. And it's a different vibe to sit down at a table with someone who, like you said, you know, maybe sitting by themselves or there's a group of people you've never met to sit down and eat with someone versus going up to a group of people who are standing in a circle and maybe having a drink or at like a cocktail reception. It's way harder to interact that way. Um, so it's a little bit harder to network at those types of uh, conferences that don't have meals. Yeah. And I think, I think some of the conferences that have like the Facebook groups, you know, uh, I think that helps um, with some of that. Cause you can, you know, post up and say, Hey, we're going to go here to, you know, go to karaoke, we're going to go out a drink here, we're going to go get dinner, and you can go with a group of people. Um, I think that helps a little bit. So for me, a good a good conference should have at least three things, three criteria, at least business-wise for me, this is how I look at it. I should be able to network pretty good. The second one would be to establish a relationship with brands that are there. And the third one would be a, a really good practical takeaway for, you know, content that they're providing. If they don't have those three things and they have to have at least all three of those things, I, I don't think if you get one or two, it's, it's really beneficial. But for me, this was, this was a fishing expedition for me to, cause I'm thinking about sponsoring podcast movement in Dallas in, in August. And I went to go talk to the brands, you know, to get a general idea if it's going to be worth it. Cause sponsoring an event is, can be pretty expensive. Yeah. For small business owners, you know, you you have to make sure that you budget your advertisement and that should be part of it. So if you can translate that into something for for me, it's like ideal. But, you know, you got to make sure that you're actually going to get a takeaway because, you know, let's face it, sometimes people just go there to see what they can get free stuff, you know, from the, the brands and stuff like that. So, you know, if you're spending, you know, five, 10, 15 grand on a sponsorship, you know, it's you have to be really careful with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I. I definitely agree with you on the three things that are important for uh, conferences. It's a little bit less for me about sponsors because um, I typically am not looking to necessarily network with those sponsors. Um, sometimes they make sense in my business. Sometimes they have podcasts themselves or even I can you know, provide education services. I really go for the attendees. 
um, just to meet people. So it's really important to me that I'm given a lot of opportunity to meet people. And it isn't so much because I approach networking very differently. I don't look at it as, you know, what can I get from somebody or what, you know, what is this going to lead to? I just really like meeting new people who are doing interesting things. And that often leads to either me being able to connect those people with someone important or me being able to work with them or me actually being able to hire them. So um, my biggest sort of return on investment is the number of people that I'm able to meet. So I think that's personal to everyone. So I guess my second tip uh, when it comes to conferences is knowing why you're going. You know, we have we know a lot of people that go to one conference a year because they want to see their friends they don't get to see during the year. And they're not really as interested in going for business purposes, but they really have a lot of friends online and they live far away. So this is a great way for them to meet each other um, and to be able to hang out. And if some good content comes their way, that's great. Um, so knowing the reason that you're going, particularly if you're going for a business purpose, um, is really smart and that can be different for everybody. Uh, I know a lot of people who go solely to these conferences to connect with the sponsors. Um, I'm going to the convert kit conference in June. Um, and I'm going honestly, mostly for the content because I'm really interested in some of the, some of the, the content that they're going to be presenting. It's stuff that I don't know a lot about and I think is going to be really helpful for me. Um, it does help that I have, I know a number of people that are going, so I'll be, it'll be a bonus to be able to catch up with them. But um, yeah, so I think each conference should be looked at um, separately to see why it makes sense for you to even attend and then knowing what that goal is going into that conference so you can do everything you can in order to meet that goal. Yeah, I think you're right. And then the other part is, you know, it, it can be pretty draining for some people, you know, because you're you're pretty much on from the time you start to the time, you know, you put your your key card in, in your door at the end of the day. You know, it, like for you, for instance, for this last one, I mean, you were doing stuff you present you presented and then you did a, a couple other things that you were brand building as far as that goes. But it had nothing to do with conference, but it just seemed to work out for you as far as having people meet you there, but you know, it, it can be draining. So I think a, a tip everybody should think about is pick a couple hours where you can just kind of refresh, go somewhere, either walk around or, uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately this time, uh, well, I think it was a, it was bittersweet. <laughs> it was, the weather was nice, but the area we were in was, yeah, was pretty Downtown gross. Downtown Los Angeles is, um, a challenge. <laughs> There's a smell. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there was that one, there was that uh, little park area that you did a recording session for because you were recording to share on social media. So unfortunately, it was right next to like where the dogs relieve themselves kind of area. And it was it so smelled. stinky. So there was, if it was smell-o-vision, nobody would want to. <laughs> it's true. It was so nasty. Oh my God. Those dog parks in LA are... Like I lived in New York for so many years and, and, and the, the dog parks never smell like that. I don't know what that it was. Yeah, but it was beautiful. It was great to get outside and like just soak up that sunshine. That felt good. It's okay to step away from the conference for yes. a little bit. And I think you you shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel like you have to be a part of it every single second because nobody wants to do, nobody can do that. Nobody should do that. I agree. For me, you know, I'll take an hour or two where I'll either sometimes go back to my hotel room and work for a little bit, or I'll go in the lobby and work for a little bit, or just sit in the lobby and people watch, or I'll just take a walk and, you know, and go 
walk around and explore the area I'm around. And a lot of times you can use that to look at different places to eat and stuff, you know, because um, a lot of times, you know, I've noticed, you know, when I've gone on conferences and then I know for sure when we've gone on conferences together is some of the best places we've found to eat was just walking to find a different place. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think this last one we went, we were walking to a Mexican place and we walked to it and it was a challenge because for some reason, GPS in a lot of big cities tends to stop working (laughs) and, you know, you're walking down a road and all of a sudden it says you should have turned like 20 feet back, but it was telling you to keep going forward. Um, But we went to this place and it got good reviews and it probably was looked pretty, it probably would have been good, but there was like two people in there and this is like seven o'clock at night in downtown LA. It looked a little bit sketchy. (laughs) Yeah. So, but we walked right past another Italian place and we just circled back, walked in, said, um, either eat at the bar or, you know, there was, it wasn't super busy. So it was nice to go there and, and that, that was pretty good. Um, but I think, you know, if you do that stuff, you know, you, you can walk around and, and take in the environment that you are and, and you should do that because you're going there and you're spending a pretty good amount of money yeah. on hotel room flights and everything else. You should at least enjoy what you're doing and, and explore the city that you're in. Cause a lot of these cities are pretty cool. Um, and there's a lot that aren't great and some are depressing. I know for instance, for me, Nashville is pretty depressing. Oh, I uh, loved Nashville. I, I thought it was depressing. Oh, I and loved it. Vegas is always I depressing don't like for Vegas. me. That's not my favorite. Uh, there's good food there. There was a conference we went to, I think it was Taipei a couple years ago. We had that soul food kind of oh, place. It was, was a, a chicken group. place. Yeah, it was yeah a big group of went, and the food was just so good. Don and I probably go to a couple events together a year, and I feel like we remember those events solely by the meals that we've all eaten. <laughs> We really do. I'm like, remember that time we were at this conference? And I'm like, yeah, we ate at this restaurant. He's like, oh, yeah. But it's fun. I mean, I think I I definitely agree that taking a break is so important. I need a break. And I'm a person who loves people. So I'll talk all day long to everybody. But there hits a certain point where I just am so tired. I just like need to lay in my bed and watch Netflix for a little while to like refresh. Um, But having a goal in mind for the conference helps to alleviate any sort of feelings that you're missing something or you're not making the most of it. Because if you have that set goal and you think this is what I want to achieve, you can plan your schedule around that. Um, And that often can include a cool meal or getting a group of people together. Like when we go to conferences, we often grab a whole bunch of people and just have a really big meal and often not even talking about business, but just getting to know each other, um, spending time together. And that's really helpful because down the road, those relationships turn into something more, which is which is great. And that's often the whole point for me. So um, having that goal will help you to not feel like you're missing out on everything. And if the content isn't, if you're not feeling the content for a certain afternoon, because it's not going to be a win all the time for every person, then skip it. There's nothing wrong with not going to a couple hours worth of sessions. Or if you feel like you're sort of sessioned out, Take that break and sitting in the lobby is actually really good because it does give you the chance to sometimes meet people that you may not meet who are taking a break. But if you see someone wearing that lanyard or that badge striking up a conversation, that's some of the best conversations that I've had are just the random stranger who's like in the bathroom or who's in the lobby or in the elevator together. Um, Those are sometimes the best relationships that I've ended up forming. Yeah, me too. And I think the other thing too is um, when you're talking about picking your goal. I think 
I think picking a realistic goal is something you should do. Yes. Like for me, when I go to a conference, I'm not looking for, uh, if I get a client, great, but I'm not Same. looking to try to get a client because it's just, it's too much pressure. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, if, if you go there setting yourself up to go, I've got to make this amount of money to make this worth it, then you're going about it all wrong because yes, th- that part should be, I, I think going to conferences, I almost put part of it as a way of um, my my ad kind of, you know, marketing. my ad, my marketing money. Yeah. Simply because, you know, it's it's a way to, to have and create great relationships. And then the other thing is, you know, if you go out and you see some of these brands that are out there, because they, they're like you, they want to have a little bit of fun in the evening. And a lot of times, you know, I've gone to where I've met, met up with brands um, just because we were walking around and we happened to be in the same place. And I've made really good relationships with, with brands and doing that. And a lot of people that do that, you know, just like with everything else, just because that conversation didn't work doesn't mean they're not going to remember it or have a recommendation to somebody else going, this guy is a really cool guy. I really had a great conversation with him. I think he, he does what you were looking for. Yep. So here's his information and, and so on and so forth. So I think, I think if you approach a conference where I have to have something financially a takeaway, it's way too much pressure and you're going to fail nine times out of 10. I 100% agree with you. I'll give a really good example. So I attended um, Dad 2.0, which is a conference that you introduced me to a couple years ago. And I met this, um, I met somebody that was there. It was this guy who runs an agency. And we started having a conversation and he actually told me that he was um, looking for influencers in a certain area. And I actually ended up introducing him to someone who he ended up hiring. And that was a huge win for both of them. And that was a huge win for me that I was able to connect. But what ended up happening after that is this guy has now referred me to about half a dozen reporters that he knows anytime they're looking for a quote in my area of expertise. So we don't necessarily, he's not necessarily hiring me or becoming a client, but we've stayed in touch and I have been quoted in news articles because he's made an introduction on my behalf. That's a huge win for me. Those are relationships that you can't pay for and shouldn't, obviously. And so I'm incredibly grateful for that. And had I not have just had a random conversation with him, we actually ended up talking about some products we were looking at in like a sponsor's booth. One, I wouldn't have been able to introduce him to that um, influencer who's been able to work. They were working together. And two, he, you know, never would have known what I do and been able to be both an asset to those reporters and help me out as well. So that is a huge win that I never in a million years could have set a goal for or guessed. Um, And I'm really grateful that he does it. Um, And it's really nice. And I've been able to pass a couple of other names his way. And it just works really well. So approaching it in a way of just seeing what people do, getting to know them, um, not setting those like you said, those really unattainable sort of intense goals. But instead, it should really just be, I want to meet X number of new people. um, And I want to learn what X number of new people do. That might be a stretch for you as well. Um, It could be, I want to meet this one specific person because of a certain reason. But those are much more attainable goals than thinking you're going to close sales or anything like that. It's really should be about relationship building and getting to know people. Yeah, it's um, uh, speaking of Dad 2.0, that's the one conference I go to every year that has nothing to do with <laughs> doing anything but developing relationships I already have with guys. Um, there's uh, 
three or four individuals that I see there every year. It's the only time I ever see them throughout the year, but we've, you know, been really super good friends. A guy that I love just to death, Creed Anthony, is a guy that I love seeing every year. And uh, it's sad. Like, this is going to be the first year in, I don't know, I've been attending six years now. Um, This would be my seventh. Um, But I won't be able to go. And those are guys I'm not going to be able to see this year. So, So those are, you know, things like that. And but what's great about it, sometimes you meet people there that you don't really realize that you that have, it's kind of like, you know, the king that goes, walks around and he's, you know, dresses a, a peasant and he's talking to everybody um, or a queen, you know, that does that. And then later on they go, oh, you know, since you did this for me, I'm going to help you out and do mm-hmm. something for you. Um, but there's been a few times where I've talked to individuals that I didn't know that they ran a conference themselves that were there. And then they think of you and go, hey, would you mind talking at my conference about podcasting? Yeah, sure. Um, and that's that's worked out pretty well. And then there's other times when, like this simple gesture for, for me, like the Type A conference that was in, uh, gosh, what was it? The, not the one in Austin, but um, the one before in Chicago. I think it was in Chicago. There was a Type A in Chicago. So I went, no, it was Blistem. It was this Blistem conference that we in just went Nashville. to. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. So I was there. Uh, you were there. Mm-hmm. So I was leaving and there was a group of two other uh, people that were leaving as well, uh, going to the airport. So I was waiting for my lift and I had known one of them. And this isn't the first time I've ever done this, but um, one of the ladies I knew and, the, and then another lady was also going to the airport at the same time and they were going to call an Uber. I'm like, I already got one. You guys can just ride with me, you know. Um, and there's great conversations that you can get with those and you, yeah. people remember that. And when you're done, they'll go, well, can I pay you? And you're like, no, it's, you know, we're both going to the same place. It's, it's, I already were, was paying for it anyway. And then people will refer you and, and remember those things. There was another one at dad too, that again, dad two is a conference I go to that I don't, I'm not even expecting to develop a relationship with anybody there. I'm just cultivating the relationships I already have. I was going to the, taking an Uber to the airport and two other people, one was a friend of mine. Um, and then another one was a guy who owns his own ad agency, which I did not know he owned. Um, and so, um, I'm in communication with him every once in a while because I have clients that want to have ads on their, on their podcast. And so he's a great resource for that where I can help, you know, he can help me and, and eventually, you know, hopefully I can help him by having, you know, access to podcasts that he can, you know, advertise on. So things like that you do, you don't think it's that big of a deal, but people remember it. And then you can have great conversations with stuff like that. So uh, again, you're doing something that you're normally going to do anyway, Mm -hmm. but you're, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you for me, um, I love having conversations with people. I just like it when they talk more than I have to talk (laughs) for me. It's, it's great to be able to do that. I think, I don't, maybe you won't agree with me or not, but Anymore, a lot of conferences I go to, and I think this is lacking in a lot of areas, is that usually the content isn't outstanding. I agree you know, with you. It's, it's usually lacking. It's been struggling, I've yeah. noticed lately. I also think that you and I have been in our businesses for quite some time, so it becomes more and more challenging to find scalable content that can, you know, when you have an established business, I think a lot of times the content of a conference is geared towards someone who's just starting. I do know that some some conferences are recognizing that. So they are trying to have different tracks or more advanced topics. And I'm always really appreciative of that. 
Um, well, but podcast it is hard. Did that That's what they did this, this year. year. Yeah, they had three yeah. different tracks. This was a different. This was the event Don and I just went to was called Podcast Movement Evolutions. They had three tracks: the creator track, the professional track, the in- the industry track. Um, I spoke to the professional track, which was great. More established podcasters um, and potentially industry people as well, because whatever you whatever tier you bought, you could go down. Um, so the creator track was really the beginners. And it scaled up from there. And it was interesting. I liked how they created that content. Um, and so that I thought was pretty helpful. Um, and I think that is starting going to start to be the trend. Because the online business world is, you know, people are just getting more and more established and they're getting more experience. We're not all new anymore. Uh, and so it is nice to be able to um, have those needs met from a content perspective um, so that you, you know, you're getting a little bit more out of it, not just because it is nice to learn new stuff. And I'm, I don't have time to read a book or sit and watch an online course. So if I'm at a conference, I would really like to be able to take advantage of some of the in-person live talks. That's really helpful. It gets you thinking. Um, I think that's good. Thanks for being agreeing to be railroaded into being on on the on this episode, Don. I know you did it very begrudgingly. Just kidding. He was very happy to do it. I was not. No. Yes, you were. He teases. We get some good ideas. That's the other nice thing. Like you know, you and I have worked together for a long time, and when we get to see each other in person and have a good meal, a good Mexican meal, we often are talking about business and like, you give me great ideas in my business. And hopefully I can do the same for you. And it's nice um, to just sit and be able to have that conversation because there's something about being in person that is just a little bit different than you know, you're talking on the phone or over email or over messenger. It's just I, I, I like that in person connection. So it's good to see you. It was good. And you know, hopefully everybody understands that I'm a, I'm a big kidder when it comes to, you know, I, I was talking about Creed, but Jamie also is a really super good friend of mine. And I do not begrudgingly, I do enjoy, you know, being able to spend some time and, and hang out with, because at the end of the day, Jamie's my client, but she's also a really good friend of mine. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have, uh, some, you know, some in-person time with good friends. And then when you're done, you realize, thank God we don't live in the same city. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I torture you all the time. <laughs> it would be nice if we lived a little closer, but you know, a couple times a year to be able to meet up at a conference is pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and here's the thing, uh, because everybody, and especially people listening to this and, and entrepreneurs in general, um, the online aspect of it, you know, you develop, some good friendships and some good relationships, you know, through that. And conferences sometimes are just the way that you guys can meet up and have fun and and enjoy, um, maybe get, you know, work to pay for a little fun time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) but no, it, it ends up being that way because, you know, our lives are busy being an entrepreneur. It's you're working all the time. So, um, it's nice to, when you go to these conferences to have a little bit of respite from that and go, Hey, you know, I've, uh, I had dinner with a friend and you can have a joking good time about it. You know, yeah. like, you know, Jamie likes to joke with me about always picking Mexican food, which is totally based <laughs> on a fib that she makes up. It's true. So that does make a huge difference. And it is also a good sort of break from being in business. And it's a nice gut check. And it's nice to be able to wander around a conference with another person because you guys can help break the ice. So finding a conference buddy is definitely a good tip as well. Thanks for coming on, Don. I appreciate it. You are welcome. All right.
Um, I'd love to hear in the uh, in our HQ all about how much you use conferences, if you go at all, how many you do a year, and what your goals are at conferences. If you are not a member of the HQ, you can find us on Facebook, Fearless Business Podcast HQ, or you can find us on fearlessbusinesspodcast.com. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.